0: The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Following uh, the day of celebration, the grand entrance of uh, the leader of China, one of the biggest murderers in the world in San Francisco, greeted like Caesar was when he returned to Rome, or maybe Hitler when he came into Paris. Boy, they put out all the, all the, all the flags and cheering and Biden knows how to be grateful. You saw thousands of, of Chinese communist flags and every once in a while a teeny little American flag made in China. Oh yes. There's your future, America. There it is right in San Francisco, the Potampkin city of America now, that was cleaned up for one day. Of course, that didn't stop several major crimes from taking place, uh, including a television crew that was beaten almost to death. Uh, but that's okay. I mean, it was not like uh, the numerous murders they have per day. It was only a couple. And um, and the DA will set them all free anyway, so there's not much of a problem. The courts don't have to worry. Uh this is the most ridiculous thing that you've ever seen. And, of course, uh the worst part is that our communist-like press, which makes China possibly look like a country with free speech, just laps it all up. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't bring over some of those Chinese troops who march like little toy soldiers. I'm surprised. You know, just march them through the street. Why not? Uh, he, uh, Biden certainly didn't march any American troops. He didn't show him any muscle of any kind. In fact, I thought Biden fell asleep a couple of times during the thing, and I found the way he was walking. I think they're putting stilts in his, in his uh, legs now so he can walk. Well, he can walk. One of the things he can't do is think or talk, which made it a very difficult meeting with um, one of the biggest murderers in the world. Uh, you got to wonder what what, what Z thinks. I mean, Z is a a completely immoral, totally disgusting, evil man who is slaughtering the Uyghur people. And Biden is willing to remove the sanctions for genocide on the Uyghur people. Imagine that. You know what it means to remove the, the sanctions? It's basically saying it's okay to eliminate them. I mean, that's just a secondary concern for us. Go eliminate the Uyghur people. Oh, and by the way, you're doing a pretty good job with Christians and Falun Gong, too. In the case of Falun Gong, you're taking their uh, organs and selling them on the black market and making a fortune, like you're doing with uh, fentanyl. Oh, but you're going to agree to stop fentanyl. Wow, that was great, Joe, that you got that. You know, they've only promised it twice before for other concessions. You know that, right? And they didn't follow their promise, Joe? You, you remember Ronald Reagan? No, you, obviously you don't. You're too demented. But uh, he used to say something that you obviously didn't understand, which, which is understandable, because before you were demented, you were stupid. And uh, that was trust but verify. You just trusted I am going to stop the importation of the precursors for fentanyl. Oh, thank you, Mr. Z. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, thank you for the $31 uh, million too. My family got it all. Don't worry. Uh, thank you, Mr. Z. Thank you, Mr. Z. Uh, uh, I tell you what, in exchange for that, all sanctions gone. Kill the Uyghurs. We don't really, we don't even know who they are. And uh, the Christians... I make pleaves, I go to church and stuff like that, but I violate all their rules anyway. So what the hell? A Couple of Christians here or there between you and me, what's the difference? And the Falun Gong, I don't know, they just get in my way at air, when I go, we used to go to airports, take their kidneys, what the heck? How much you get for their kidneys? And finally, uh, the other part of the sanctions were uh, for stealing our intellectual property. It's all yours, babes! You can have all our intellectual property Man, oh, man, nobody ever gave me 31 bill. I mean, I was exposing all of it. I mean, I stole it from the Senate for you. I stole it from the White House for you when I was vice president. I put it right in front of Hunter. You know, they're too stupid to, to realize that, Z. They don't realize when, when they look at the picture of the car and the garage and there's a big box there. You know, what's in the big box, classified documents. You know who passed it 150 times? The guy who was in business with your chief spy, Hunter. That's why you got a bunch of those memos that sound like they're plagiarism from uh, from intelligence memos. You know, us Bidens can't really write. We plagiarize. But we do a good job of plagiarizing. I got through law school that way. This is pathetic. Now, here's what an American president would have wanted out of this. First of all, trust but verify. Okay, you're going to stop fentanyl finally? Tell you what, before I give you a damn thing, before I lift a penny of sanctions, and even before I stop keep imposing them, because I'm keeping imposing them for the next year, you're gonna show me a major reduction in fentanyl. I'm actually gonna see it. Not gonna buy a pig and a poke. Uh, They used to say I was stupid because I was left back in the third grade, but I've learned things since then. One year one year show me you can stop it. Then Assuming you do the other things, we'll start reducing sanctions and save your messed up economy that is going really bad. And you're trying to use me like you use other American presidents to save it. But they didn't know what they were doing because you really weren't exposed. Trump exposed you. Now I know who you are. So also uh, keep your damn hands off Taiwan. Because in the next year, if you touch Taiwan, uh, Taiwan, uh, (laughs) if I can triple the sanctions – I will and wipe your economy out. You know I can wipe your economy out, don't you? The rest of the world doesn't know it because they buy your bull. But I know it. And I know how bad your economy is. And I know how a lot of your people are starving again. And even the Chinese people don't like it when you starve them. Uh, Finally, uh, you can end the genocide. I, I just, I'm sorry. I can't do business with people who want to eliminate entire races and, I mean, how, how many of your own people, Z, have you killed? I mean, altogether, all you guys, uh, communists, have killed about 80 million Chinese. What do, you, what do you account for, about 20? More than Hitler, less than Hitler? You're in the ballpark, right? Okay, so how about you end it? I'm sorry, I just can't sit down with mass murderers. Then uh, you're going to cut out all that military action in the South China Sea. You're going to stop threatening Vietnam. You're going to stop threatening Cambodia. You know, they don't like you. They really don't like you. And I'm going to do everything I can to rearm Japan. That'll get them nervous. You say the word rearm Japan, he may have an accident. The Chinese are deathly afraid of the Japanese, and we have not used that effectively um, <laughs> because they don't have me. Uh, also, I tell you what. You're going to have to stop stealing our intellectual property, and there's a whole bunch I want you to return. Um, and then uh there's the COVID thing, uh, you see. You, you, <laughs> you don't think you fooled me, huh? Like the Godfather. Remember the Godfather said, you can fool Santino, but you can't fool me. You didn't fool me, baby. You sent all those people around the world to kill us, didn't you? Like you're killing us with fentanyl. It's like a war you're carrying on. You killed seventy million last year with Fentanyl. You don't have to fire a damn shot, Well, you're gonna have to stop it. I gotta see you stop it. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta answer for uh, Santino, pal. You gotta pay up for COVID. I got a big bill. It's in the billions, and we're gonna start deducting it from your accounts. And then you gotta start working with the rest of the world to pay them back for all the people you killed there, because you're not fooling me. You did it on purpose. And there's no good making believe and playing around and uh, and sucking up to you the way Chamberlain did with Hitler and the way a lot of my predecessors did with you because you just got worse. As we were trying to make you something you're not, you became a monster. And we're half responsible for it. And, and my predecessors don't get as much blame as I would get because we now know it. And uh, you've run into the wrong guy, but here's the problem. He ran into just the right guy, right? Uh, let's look at it this way. The United States of America, you and me yesterday, in that absurd meeting in Putampkin City, were virtually unrepresented. No one represented your interests or mine. There's not a single thing he negotiated that's in our interest, unless you want to buy their third time promise to stop fentanyl. If you believe that, uh, I actually—if you actually believe that, just get off. Get off right. You, You—you won't understand the rest of the show. You're too stupid. You really are. If you believe, can I just point out to you that Z is trained to lie. Read Marx. Do those of you who don't understand this read? Do you do something called reading independently? Well, read Karl Marx or anybody else interpreting Karl Marx as a communist. They are duty-bound to lie to spread communism. So he's going to tell you what he has to tell you to get out of you what he needs because his economy sucks. It's falling apart. I know you don't understand it, Joe, I know you for 35 years, and you were the dumbest guy I knew, which is incredible that your president only could have happened with a fraud, only. American people are not that stupid. But now you're demented, and you're working for the other side. And what are all those other baboons around you doing? Selling out the United States of America in San Francisco. This was pathetic and extraordinarily dangerous for the world. I don't know if we've got enough time uh, to stop the irreparable damage you're doing. I hope we do. So keep your eyes focused on 2024, and don't forget this, and don't get snowed by the by the press, by the disgusting press. This was one of the major sellouts in the history of America. It makes Yalta look, well, like Yalta. That was a pretty big major sellout. A lot of people died in Eastern Europe that didn't have to because of it. A lot of people in East Berlin. It's the last time we let the communists really take us uh, and overwhelm us. And the most disgusting thing of all, that big welcome for a mass murder. I'm telling you, it's like Hitler entering Paris. We'll be back in one minute, and we're going to have a very interesting guest.
1: The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani.
2: On the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I have with me someone I know you have seen on Fox uh, Newsmax. And uh, uh, Krisha Lenza. Krisha is also uh, in charge of the president of the Metropolitan Republican Club, which is uh, one of the major Republican clubs in you know, in the state. But it's also happens to be the one where I announced for mayor. So I have a very, very uh, warm feeling uh, about the Metropolitan Re- Republican Club. So, uh, Krisha, who is an expert on the economy and politics, and, I, I, and you've seen her uh, sometimes anchoring, sometimes answering questions as an expert. <laughs> I'm going to ask her the question that's on everybody's mind. Yes. With all these things going on, is Biden going to make it? I mm. mean, it, it almost seems like, like with these polls coming out, a lot of these are Democratic pollsters putting out polls that Trump is trashing, <laughs> now, and they get better and better for Trump. Now, even if these polls are true, which I think they are, they would hold them back in the past.
3: Well, first off, thank you so much for having me oh, and for no that welcome. warm welcome. That It's such an honor to be on with you, Mayor Giuliani. And um, to answer your question, I don't know if he's going to make it, but I certainly hope as a Republican and strategist that i am i hope that we're prepared for him not to make it because if we are not we are going to be again caught on our heels and at this point gavin newsom already has the okay by the democrat party because as you said he went over to china the democrats would have had to have given him that okay in order for him to go there at all right so i'm very concerned Exactly. Francisco had his
0: wife dressed up in the Chinese flag.
3: Right. So if it is Gavin Newsom, we have a bit of an uphill battle. I think if Joe Biden is the candidate, as you mentioned, I think that we have a better chance of winning. But there are people on the sidelines like David Axelrod even saying, you know, Biden is not the candidate. He should step aside. We need other people involved at this point. I hope the Republicans are prepared. Republicans step it up. Well, I think we need Trump- to get ready.
0: I think I have no doubt Trump is, and I think um, I'm just going to make a just pull it off the top of my head. The ability Trump has to characterize a candidate, right?
3: Right.
0: There's so much on Newsom. I actually believe Trump will destroy him. Trump There's can so yeah. much on Newsom that people don't even know about. But I mean, just let, let's just take the uh, California and New York tie for the place where Americans flee the most. (laughs) Now, why would you elect a governor of a place where Americans are leaving in record numbers?
3: I agree, but... Unfortunately, our bar for voting for a president is so low at this point in terms of Gavin Newsom looking more, quote unquote, presidential. He uh, has an air of a president, at least in comparison to Joe Biden. So we could again go through all of his failures as a governor of California, but he still Americans will be fooled. Um, unfortunately, I believe in the American people. I, I want to think that we can be hopeful for the next election. We have to turn out. But people are easily fooled by optics.
0: Hillary Yesterday, in front of the Atlanta conference or council, said, no ceasefire under any circumstances. Otherwise, we're going to empower Hamas. On the other hand, 50 of his highest appointees have written a letter to Biden demanding a ceasefire, without the courage to put their names on it, of course. Uh, and there's something like hundreds, if not thousands, in the administration that want ceasefire. Uh, There's a thousand in some international group that have written a mail letter. So the Democrat Party is split. I don't know if down the middle is right, but they're really split. Some of them are pro-Israel. Some of them want Israel destroyed.
3: Right.
0: I don't think there's a middle ground.
3: There isn't. And in in this particular issue, Joe Biden luckily is losing because I think both ways he's being pulled to the left by the by the radicals, and then in terms of actually supporting Israel, we all know that it's his policies of appeasement with Iran that were even in this situation. Um, so he's created the new axis of evil between China, Iran, and Russia. This is all because of him and his appeasement. So he, he's totally to blame for what is occurring right now. Yeah, I mean, it
0: really is amazing. He's getting blamed for genocide by the by the deep state, and he's not allowing Israel to win the war. Right. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you.
2: Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
0: This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani show. I still have Krisha uh, with me and we're going to get to your calls in just in just a minute. But there's uh, Krisha, you know, for years we've had to listen to MSNBC, CNN Mm. uh, with, I I mean, it isn't just even propaganda, just straight out lies. Right. I've been on CNN in which... uh, my mouth is uh, goes open with the lies they tell. Mm. Uh, they just make it up. But yesterday, Jonathan Greenblatt of uh, the ADL, who's very anti-Trump. Imagine anti-me. <laughs> I mean, he, um, he sort of laid it out to MSNBC. It's number six, uh, guys. Can we just play Jonathan Greenblatt
2: on MSNBC? While I am sad and cope trying to cope, I'll be honest, I am angry. I am angry with the world that allowed the dehumanization of Israelis and sanitized the terrorism of Hamas. I must say, I love this network, but I've got to ask, who is writing the scripts? Hamas, the people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants. And I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women, who care... Kills children in front of their parents and then brings them over to Gaza, who literally, we've heard all these reports, and we know these aren't just reports. These were filmed gleefully by the barbarians who committed these grotesque crimes. They filmed, for example, an elderly woman in her home.
0: I think think we've got the point, but, hey, this has been going on for years. This is, you know, number one thousand and five mm. of their communist propaganda, and there's a reason for it. They are Marxists, Marxists in the sense that they were trained to hate America, and in this case, Israel is a friend of America, and, uh, in, in Obama's words, a colonizer. So, uh, it's great that you see this with regard to Israel, but open your eyes. This isn't a network. This is like Pravda in the old Soviet Union.
3: And we've seen it in every single media outlet, whether it's the New York Times misreporting facts, believing Hamas is reporting versus the IDF in terms of the hospital headline, and we've seen it with our universities, with our elites. Um, I'm glad some people, some hedge fund managers, specifically Bill Ackman, has been calling out my alma mater, Har- Harvard, for what they've been How did you doing. Get it? Ugh, I I don't know. Do I'm was trying it, it to a,
0: just a few years ago, you're
3: I'm young. No, nah. <laughs> dissociate from. Them because honestly, I'm so ashamed of the way <laughs> that these schools have been carrying on. And I'm glad that people are stepping up and actually suing them and forming class action lawsuits because students are no longer safe on campus. The fact that I know students who Feel uncomfortable wearing the Star of David, or even going to class. It's an absolute outrage. So good for some of someone on CNN pushing back. I don't want to give CNN too much credit here, but I think no, no, that you know we have to give credit, credit, credit where is credit credit.
0: due. Everybody, his mind is probably, uh, and excuse me for saying it, his mind is probably all warped anyway from uh, all kinds of propaganda for years.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But to crack through, maybe, maybe, maybe this cracking through. Will allow them to take a look at everything because this, right. this is not you un- MSNBC is doing what they always do. This is what they do to Trump. This is what they do to me. This is what they do to any. This is what they do to any Republican. They lie completely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Completely lie. Yes. Uh, so they're doing it now. And I guess the stakes are even higher—life and death. But uh, hopefully, it'll create a broader view that these people are not. Uh, These people are anti-American.
3: And I'm glad that, you know, you talk about the stakes because the stakes are incredibly high. This is inciting violence, the continuous propaganda that is being put out. We know across our social media, TikTok, all sorts of different places, and it's brainwashing the youth. I mean, we're seeing it with the protests. We're seeing it with Rashida Talib. I mean, people within our own government are espousing lies. At least to some degree, they're getting censured, but a little bit too little too late.
0: You know, Republicans uh, support. Support Israel seventy nine percent, Democrat. According to one poll, Democrats support Israel fifty two percent, but thirty eight or thirty four percent of Democrats oppose Israel. Mm -hmm. That's a third of the party. It's only seven percent of Republicans who oppose Israel.
3: I don't understand it.
0: (laughs) Why the heck do they get the largest share of the Jewish vote?
3: I hope this will change in the next election cycle because they don't belong there. Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
0: They don't like you. this is anti-semitism it's not just anti-israel can't you tell i mean you can tell in the words they use let's be <laughs> they hate jews that is what is added to this that's what made this even bigger it's both israel hating america and the ancient the ancient calumny and 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 sin of anti-semitism definitely hating jews unbelievable there's another poll out where 32% of Americans back Israel. Only 4% back Palestine. But 39% want us to be a neutral arbiter. And 15% want us to stay out. That means only 32% back what Israel is doing in defending itself and the way they're defending itself. And that's because of us. And that's because of CNBC, MSNBC, and all of that propaganda, because Israel is doing what it has to do. Even Hillary Clinton understands that. That's what she's saying with no ceasefire. They have to eliminate Hamas if they want to live there. Otherwise, pick up, go away, and give up the Jewish homeland.
3: Yes. And I think that in terms of the polling numbers, I agree with you. I hope that Jews are understanding that they should come vote Republican the next election cycle, because clearly there there is no one on the left who supports them at this point. I, I really can't think of very many. But also, um, Israel is the first line of defense against the United States in the Middle East. So if Israel is gone, I mean, this is not just an Israel issue, a Jewish issue. issue. This is an American issue. We should all be supporting freedom. Um, Israel's right to defend itself is so important for for us here at home because we have these people the the hamas is definitely in the united states right now 100 percent.
0: so let's go to jeff jeff are you there
1: hey how you doing mayor
0: i'm good jeff how are you what's up
1: uh better than some worse than others (laughs) so uh i like that did you help you know this may be propaganda Uh, I, i don't know Um, But from what I've seen, have you heard or seen, has anyone seen on your side, that Israel has retracted the 40 uh, beheaded baby story? No. No, tell me. Okay, so I want to bring you back to 1990 quick, Mayor. There was a a story that was put all over the media back then, 1990, prior to the Gulf War, where (laughs) a young lady got on TV and she told a story about Iraqi soldiers coming into a hospital and taking babies out of incubators and throwing them on the floor. Now, we know, if you don't know, I know, and many other people know, that's a documented piece of propaganda. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not too sure right now, because it hasn't gone through the filter yet, whether the Israeli story about the 40 beheaded babies is a retraction in propaganda on face value, or if they really retracted it. So I'd like maybe you or somebody... I'm not to even aware.
0: I'm, I'll find out. I'm not aware of this story. I'm not aware of this I've heard a story where Netanyahu or some official in Israel claimed there were 40... They have claimed beheadings, and actually I've seen on that terrible video they put out, which is terrible in the sense of Hamas, I've seen several bodies that were beheaded. But I haven't seen anything like forty beheaded babies. I
3: I think it's so important to to, as you said, trust but verify. Um, I have not we'll seen this find, report. I mean, we'll I'll find out. But, but I, I mean, mean. So yeah. Let's
0: go to uh, Bobby in Queens.
2: Bobby, what's going on? Are I hear you.
0: That,
2: Bobby, are you there? Yeah, that's me. Hold on, take your speaker. One second, please. Bear with me.
0: Uh, well, hurry up, now, babes. We got other people.
2: I'm trying. Can okay. Me...
0: Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sounds like he's one of those Hamas people behind the, in the hospital behind the kids. Oh God. No, I don't okay, mean, okay, I'm sorry. I take it
4: back. It was a stupid
0: joke. Oh, uh, let's go to Robert in Brooklyn. Robert.
4: Hi. Really good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Okay, How are great you, Robert? Point. Uh, Three points. Number one, you know, shame on President uh, Biden meeting with Xi, uh, the head of China. You know, China is a major supporter of Iran. They're part of the BRICS, and but it's not just Biden. It's you had at that dinner forty thousand a plate. You had the head of Apple, Tim Cook, head of BlackRock, the head of Boeing, the head of Honeywell. You know, shame on these corporations, these these globalists, these. um, you know, globalists, these communists, you know, the expression that the communists said that they'll sell the rope when they hang the capitalists. That was the expression Marx used. Shame on them. And let's not forget the Uyghurs. You mentioned about the hard what they're doing to the Uyghurs. Forget the Uyghurs about The Muslim population. Yeah, Muslim population. Well, listing... all those people demonstrating, demonstrating about the defamation against the wrong the, 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 going against Israel, defamation of Israel. Here you have an actual thing that's true. They should be demonstrating outside that dinner, not outside the, yeah, the Democrat uh, place because of that. That's their, their, too friendly to Israel, which is also not true. And I also want to point out point number two: the House of Representatives. They passed the continuing resolution and you know with all the talk about you know they all of a sudden they pled poverty about giving the 14 billion to israel and the senate wouldn't pass the bill and the house all the talk about no money and they had no continuing resolution they should be working their ass off in congress to try to get the appropriations bills passed but they took a two-week vacation to thanksgiving november 28th about two weeks and they're not doing their job. So these all, they're a bunch of frauds, almost as bad as the Democrats. And, um, you know, I just want to point out, I was, I was putting up signage, putting up signage about the kidnapped victims in Israel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple of kids came over to me, and they said something to the effect, is that a lie, what I was putting up? So I didn't say anything because I didn't know what I was doing. I just walked away. I yeah. came back a little bit later. The signs were still up. And, you know, thinking about it, I think those kids were genuinely confused. They didn't know. Of course they're genuinely natural, confused. They're just kids. Being taught in school. What yeah. do they teach these kids in school? You have the head of the FBI talking about an well, attack. Is they going he's working his butt off. But you know why he's working his butt off? Because he's spending his time investigating. Uh, he's a kids.
0: pathetic traitor. I watched that testimony yesterday. He's sitting next to Mayorkas. I've forgotten who the senator was, but he was asked. Uh, he was explaining that they have uh, many, many more terrorists they have to investigate now since Trump, like ten to one. And he's asked, "Why is that? Why so many now?" Now we all know the answer to it, except this lying bum who runs the FBI. The guy who's responsible for it is sitting right next to him, mm-hmm. Mayorkas. He let them in, and so did Biden. But uh, Ray doesn't have the guts to say it. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. You know, you wanted to grab him like the godfather grabbed Johnny Fontaine, (laughs) put him up on a desk and slap him around and say, act like a man. Because he's not a man, Ray. He's a weasel. He's an absolute weasel. and I I can call him a weasel because he hid the hard drive Mm. that would have disproved the false allegation from Biden that I was a Russian pawn that lasted for 17 months and cost me a lot. It also cost us, Donald Trump, and there are a lot of people dead because Ray is a weasel. Because nobody in Ukraine would be dead today if it weren't for Biden. Wouldn't have happened under under Trump. So I, the guy who can tie it all together, Krisha, is on the line. It's Jimmy. And I think we need somebody to tie this together for us.
2: Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy. Mr. Mayor, the problem I see is that most people are blaming everything that's gone wrong on Biden. If, if, the, if the left gets rid of Biden, that gives them a clean slate. This is a movement. The communists write about it. They talk about here. I got, I read you real quick. Talked about active leadership. To the concept of influencing mass moods, mass thought patterns, and mass trends. Just a question, Jimmy. That.
0: Jimmy, I really want to ask you this. Was Newsom going to China getting the blessing from, the, from the, the big guy, the real big guy, Z? He had
2: to be. Listen, if you, were Chi- if you were a communist, a Chinese communist, you would support Newsom. Newsom threatened us. He said he's going to do to America what he did to California. That's a threat. That's a threat. If Sammy the Bull Gravano kills somebody and says, I'm going to do to you what I did to him, that's a threat. The attack we're under here is 100 years old. Russia, China, Iran have been connected, a working connection for 100 years through the communist parties.
0: Yep. Well, okay, and now we're going to have to take a short break. But as I told you, Jimmy pulls it all together in a way that nobody else does. This is about communism. I know it's hard, but it is. We'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts.
1: America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani.
0: This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers is uh, the organization that takes care of our uniformed members when they lose their lives in the line of duty in protecting us or they become catastrophically injured. They're there to take care of the mortgage on the home. They're there to build the safe safe homes and the, and the smart homes so the person gets maximum amount of independence. And now with the holiday coming around, this is the time to do it. Make your $11 a month contribution to T2T.org. Get behind them. I mean, it's the best thing you're going to do. It's the best holiday donation you're going to make. Uh, I have Krisha with me, Krisha Lenzo, and, I, and Krisha is also, uh, in addition to being um, on Newsmax and Fox, and, and uh, she's also um, the head of the Metropolitan Republican Club. I want to ask her a question I get asked all the time <laughs> and see what her answer is. People come up to me or they call in and say, what can we do about this? There's a, almost a year to go. Actually, there is over a year to go before we get a new president. So less than a year to the election. So what can we do? Uh, to change this because it seems like we're powerless
3: well we're not powerless Um, I do hope we make it another year in this country but it's so important to fight back in terms of freedom of speech, and also getting involved at the local level. I think local politics is so incredibly important because that's really where a lot of decisions are being made. Actually, in New York, a recent poll is saying that over 50% of people are unhappy with the fact that we have illegal immigrants and are flooding our streets in our cities, but no one wants to do anything about it. I mean, we have... Democrats all across the board in New York, not to mention, uh, you know, our AG, who is going after President Trump. I mean, it's outrageous. And I think that people really need to vocalize their opinions, get involved at the local level, join the Metropolitan Republican Club. Uh, we have great events. We've had the mayor has been honored at our events. We've had uh, Newt Gingrich, Larry Kudlow, wonderful America first um, speakers so get involved and support um, and also donate to Republicans that's so important
0: and it'll it'll also uh, give you a lots of uh, indie, uh, openings to other things that you can do as well as the things that you can do uh, uh, locally yes meaning uh, you got to kind of look around and see how you can be helpful but joining your local Republican organization is very very important. And 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 uh, I get frustrated with the party all the time, but they can't do everything. No. Like on this continuing resolution, I, I understand, having been in government, how they can't let the government go unfunded. Yeah. They can't change it without having the Senate. At the same time, I'd have felt better if they didn't go on that big, uh, long vacation. <laughs> Just as a symbolic thing. Stay around and keep fighting. Keep educating. I think that's really what we can do now. We can educate. And when Krista said the First Amendment, she means... Don't be afraid to speak your mind. I mean, after a while they're going to have to stop doing this. I mean, if enough of us speak up, they can't fire all of us. So don't 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 feel that you have to say what you have to say because your employer is going to get mad or first of all you don't know they may not. Uh, there are more people that are on our side than you yes. realize. And they come up to me all the time and in a way if they'd all speak up Maybe there is a silent majority, <laughs> which if it became vocal, would be the vocal majority. I t- tend to think that's true. I mean, and particularly with a guy like Trump who knows how to reach people. It's the oddest thing in the world, but here, a billionaire like that has the common touch. It's it's amazing. Whereas, you know, I'm not saying this, maybe I am being partisan, but, you know, like DeSantis seems to have problems relating. Romney it was impossible relating. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to campaign with Romney and tell him to shake hands. He was, didn't want to shake hands. <laughs> uh, I don't think he liked people. Why you're in politics and you don't like people, I can't yeah, figure that out, but job. that's another problem. <laughs> but uh, uh, Trump has, doesn't have that problem. I mean, he sit there and talk to anybody. And you look at the numbers now. It's unreal what's happening in the black community, scaring the hell out of out of, out of the Democrats. And in the Hispanic community... I'm not going to predict we get a majority, but we're going to get darn close. And it was happening before this. It was happening on on uh, on values.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, uh, it was happening on you know trying to mutilate your kid and uh, take away your rights in school. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I'll be on at eight tonight on America's Mayor Live. We'll show you pictures of exactly what Hamas is doing by putting these uh, uh, patients in front of them to get killed. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. God bless America.